Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy Ann Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. Welcome back to Chacharon. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, I'm Noodle. Hi, Noodle. How you doing? I am doing really well, Candy. And yourself? I'm doing okay. I'm doing uh, better than expected halfway into February of the new Woo-hoo. year, which happened in the blink of an eyeball. <laughs> right. Just the one eyeball. It happened in a wink. It wasn't even a blink. January lasted a long time, but February seems to be on the move. Right. More so than usual. Yes, February Which, is usually just kind of like a throwaway month. It kind of feels like nothing. It's only two days short. And yet. yet. Uh, and yet. I feel like I lose a week every time. Yeah, you're like, where did, where did that go? Um, which is good. Like, I feel like I could survive a year moving faster than the last year did. Yeah, I think we're going to end up talking about this a lot, which is uh, time maybe just <laughs> is not what we thought it was, man. I think that might be the theme of 2021. We talked about chilling into it. Um, and yeah. Yeah. But no, 2021 is coming at us fast. It's so much. And nothing has changed. Yeah. But it's a lot. I'm having time issues. We put we put a lot of pressure on that calendar flip. We do. We and do. I don't think 2021 has really lived up to our expectations. That's yet. a good way to put it. It has done a lot of things, but I don't know that they were the things that we were expecting. Hopefully, it's like a slow-release capsule. It's like a it's like a PM leave, maybe. That would be nice. It's, it feels more like a like a balloon to me, you know, oh, when you like blow it up and it just like zips. Right, like zips around like old-school cartoony. Yes. Right. That's, oh. that's 2021. That's a great picture. <laughs> that's a great image. We're just going to catch up this episode because maybe... <laughs> Maybe it's it's noticeable that it's just I'm a little I don't know I'm confused I'm a little spazzy this year, um, and we have not hung out. I think we did this last year too, and I'm liking it. I'm liking the let's just catch up. Yeah, it's you know it's it's chill. I mean we we missed January, and that's okay because again January yeah. January was like January a, happened, January and uh, <laughs> January happened, and now here we are in mm-hmm. February, uh, a nice season uh, season of love. Right? Mm-hmm. People people love February. Uh, and, and I think people have loved fe- February, this February, quite a bit. Um, yeah. Because I, we, we need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like this has been a good, like, year of, and by year of, I mean this February so far, self-love rather than, like, I feel bad about Valentine's Day. Like, this whole 2020 into 21 has been so much about trying to take care of yourself right i mean theoretically that i think that there was more of a self-love movement this year on valentine's day about celebrating your you know right your the love of your friends who you don't necessarily see anymore the love of your partner who you spend way too much fucking time with but then also like yourself because you're survived you've survived all of this year uh, yeah it did, and it didn't feel as um commercialized and mm-hmm. bogus bullshit. Like, it didn't feel like a commercial yes. trying to sell you bath salts. You know what I mean? Or, right, because 
and also you didn't go to like a three hundred dollar dinner right. that was right. a six dollar steak or whatever it is that people. I mean, obviously you were not eating a six dollar steak, right. but that's the thing that happens. Like you know, they take their regular menus and they jack it up and they put couples Special, at a table yeah. for seven, yeah. but there's just like two of you, and it's like the it's right. It's it's such a, a money grab. Which you know what, like right now the restaurants definitely could use it, and I hope everybody got takeout. But like, right. it did feel less icky and more like I am happy with right. my and I, drugstore chocolates. I, totally. And I don't know how much of that is just our bubble. Like That's true. Like maybe it's just my Instagram is just just so happens to be filled with some accounts. Some by some I mean filled. Um <laughs> that are like that. So I maybe it's just maybe that's just like our journey, you know? So right. that's why it's what we're surrounded with. And I hope that's other I like to think journey. that we are contributing to your journey of self-love and yeah. and so on that Aww. that our own instagram feed feeds your soul oh that's beautiful <laughs> that is really really beautiful um well general I'm general deep. happenings how are you feeling has anything like crossed your mind so far this year like for example some things that are have kind of been on my mind and i noticed recently one i is, feel like oh wait, go ahead i've yeah. got the song i got hose in my head and have for months <laughs> and i'm just walking around the house humming it just that part, I got hose in different area codes. And I think it's actually just because I miss my friends. And I do have bees, like, all over the place. And maybe that's it. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, stuff like that. How you been? What's been going on in your brain? There is a parody account that takes pop songs and, like, changes them in the style of other things. And... Um, I have no other information on the artist or the genre than this statement that I've just said. And uh, they did a version of of WAP, and it's instead dinosaurs in this house, dinosaurs oh in this house. And I sing that a lot. That's great. Revel is into dinosaurs, but so not as sense. much as I am into that song. Oh, his loss. He's always like, yeah, ma. His problem, mm-hmm. not There's- yours. I get it. Yeah. There's dinosaurs. Cool. Where? Where are my know. dinosaurs? Um, and he loves the dinosaur that you got him. So I like dance around with that. And that uh, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's my 2021 so far. I think that's pretty <laughs> entertaining. Um, <laughs> that's a lot spicier, probably. You brought up you brought up the WAP song, so you are way yeah. ahead of me in. Yeah, but Whatever. only in that context. <laughs> only in the context of dinosaurs are cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I got a, a video from my friend Shelly the other day of her kids chasing each other and running around in circles and screaming. And I responded with a picture of Dustin chasing the dog. <laughs> and it was beautiful. We both had kind of the same things happening at the same time, but not really. Um, everyone was having a good time. We were enjoying ourselves. Everyone else was enjoying themselves. You know, I love it. Catching up with friends. I love it. That is, that is quality. That is a quality yeah. moment of synchronicity. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I picture that both you and your friend were sitting on the couch watching it happen around them. She was sitting on the couch. I was standing leaning against the wall because I'm a leaner. Yeah. Yeah. I like to lean on stuff. <laughs> uh, so it's talking about being at home constantly. This is our... First lock in the F down check-in of 2021, and hopefully there aren't, we have what, we have like nine to, or ten episodes scheduled, like let, hopefully there aren't nine or ten right. lock in the F down check-ins. Hopefully they, they taper. 
Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, this one is, how has the continued stay-at-home slash quarantine affected your usual January, February, like, routines, how you prep for your year? I don't remember what my New Year's resolutions are, and that is so out of character. I am always New Year's resolution, like, addicted. Like, they are my favorite. I write them down. I have a whole thing. And I'm just like, womp, womp this year. I mean, obviously, run five five Ks is on my New Year's resolution, but, like, I haven't done that. Uh, so I think I'm just in stasis. Just stuck. That's a, Stasis is a good way to put it. Yeah. That's, that's kind yeah. of how I feel. And I'm, I am having a hard time, like, picturing any sort of future, so I'm having a hard time improving towards that future. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because everything is just in flux. Is that why? Because we haven't had a solid answer on anything yeah. this whole time, so there's, yeah. like, no more envisioning what it's going to be like in two months. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right, right. That's that's my locking the F down. Yeah. Trying to kind of come to terms with the fact that 2021 is not going to be our immediate savior. And that maybe plans aren't... Plans as, we, as we've always made them are not the way to make them going forward forever. Yep. There's a lot of growth. There's a lot of growth and a lot of growing pains. Yeah. Is what, is what we've got going on. Um, I do feel, I feel the same way. I, you know, I work in the tax and accounting industry and typically because my, my workflow is what it normally is right now and last year at this time, my workflow was still fine. You know, lockdown didn't happen until March 16th was my last day right. in the office last year. So oh, right now, things, even though I'm at home, my structure and my schedule is so very similar that it's like everything just feels surreal and weird because it's the same, but it's not because I'm at home. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? Like, it's very um, dreamlike. Mm-hmm. Less shoes, I would imagine. I got to tell you, less shoes, and that's actually on the list you want to talk about blazers? We were talking about blazers. The dust on the blazers in my closet mm. is out of control. My shoes, I haven't put on, like, I don't know, I got 25 pairs of shoes in there. I got 23, maybe, I wear. Yeah. I, it's, and I've had to buy and get rid of because I, I've had to wear some like in the house so consistently for whatever reason that I've actually worn other shoes out in the last year and not worn the shoes in my closet. So yeah, everything interesting. Yeah, yeah. I I took a walk the other day wearing a different pair of shoes than I usually wear because I was like, nobody has worn these. Nobody. I haven't worn these <laughs> shoes in a long time. And, and they were very uncomfortable. And I came home and right. I took them right off. And I was like, maybe I don't need you either. Maybe fuck you shoes, fuck pants, yeah. fuck shoes. I've had it. Just sweaters, the whole thing. Yep. That's it from now on. Uh, which yep. I'm you could still be fashionable <laughs> in a moo I can't wait to, like, hit the, the point in life that's just, like, calf dance forever. That's what I'm waiting for. Big flowers mm-hmm. and 70s prints. That is, that is a specific date in time, in your brain, in your life. We just say, you know what? This is what I do now. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. It is a, it's like a flip. It is totally, mm-hmm. totally a flip. And at least now yep. that, that some big things have changed, and I don't know, maybe a lot of it's age, but... You know, things in the way that we we present ourselves have changed, and just what's acceptable to one that maybe wasn't acceptable to one yeah. a year and a half ago. 
Uh, and it makes me feel like I'm comfortable, like I'm ready for that flip though. Like now I feel prepared for the day I wake up and think, Captain, I, there's nothing else to do. I can throw my pants away. All my pants. I almost bought a pair of skull and heart joggers uh-huh. that were like baby pink the other day. And I was like, am I at a stage where I'm going to just wear these and this is like an outfit as opposed to like whatever I'm wearing my schlubby. He's like, no, I'm putting on my fancy joggers <laughs> and these are an outfit piece. And I thought, no, no, that is a bridge too far. And I got to tell you, I went home and I regretted not buying them. And you thought about just I, putting your I, I thought about them all night. And I was like, mm. Next time. Next time, buy the fancy joggers. Just buy it. It's fine. It was a missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, when, at any point in your life, what is that ever going to be like acceptable standard? None. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Well, until until next year rolls around, I mean, more the same. If if there's another whole year of this, I gotta tell you, I'm wearing. I don't know. Who knows? Some sort of pasties made out of. Duct tape give, and yeah, a diaper. Give them up and take them out of it. <laughs> done. I'm fucking done. <sighs> and you know what? When that time comes around, I'll have plenty of time to read, which is a nice segue <laughs> to uh, what you read, Noodle. <laughs> Two books. Uh, one that I have recently finished and one that I'm in, in the middle of. I'm going to go with the one that I have just, that I'm in the middle of. Um, we Were Eight Years in Power by Tanati Coates. I'm mispronouncing his name. I apologize. Tanahesi. Tanahesi Coates, uh, who also wrote a lot of books that mm-hmm. I have read recently. Uh, who, most famously, Between the World and Me. Okay. Um, which was a book to his son. But We Were Eight Years in Power is a series of long form essays that he wrote. Uh, a lot of them were published in The Atlantic. And if you remember from our last episode when I talked about reading How to Be an Anti-Racist, saying I have not read enough black male authors. So I am trying to do that. Um, and again, like, it's a, it's a totally different experience. And I've read about, you know, now that I'm looking at his oeuvre, over, over, his collection of, of work, I realize I read The Water Dancer recently. I read A Bunch of the Black Panthers. Um, I read Between the World and Me. So it turns out I've read a lot of his stuff specifically, um, but not a ton of his nonfiction. So I have just started it. And weirdly, the one I read, is a, it, it was an, episode, an article about Bill Cosby, but mm-hmm. in 2017... So it's a completely different conversation than the conversation we're having about Bill Cosby now, or not having, but we're having. Right. So that's that's like an interesting approach to it. But and I also almost never read essay collections, so it's a completely different book, and I'm excited to be reading it because again, like it's seeing a very different perspective than what I experience in my day to day. The other book that I have just finished reading is called "You Are Your Child's First Teacher." by Ramana Baldwin-Dancy, because I read a lot of parenting books. Um, this one was published in 1989, and it can go fuck itself. <laughs> uh, first of all, it's real long. Second of all, like two-thirds of it is, well, if you could stay home, you should really just stay home with your baby. 
and you stay home with your baby and build your child toys out of wooden slabs that you find outside. And here's like my appendix full of toy making books. And I'm kind of like, get fucked, man. Like just absolutely get fucked. Like I'm not going to do that. You're an asshole. And now I feel like an asshole because I'm not doing that. And it really doubles down on the whole, like, you're doing it wrong situation. Like, just, like, leans into it of, well, if you're not following the Waldorf method, man, mm, your kid's basically doomed. So that sucks. Uh, But I read it. I read it because, you know, there's some, like, there's, like, developmental stuff in there that's important. You know, like, how... Like, what does play look like at the age of two versus what does play look like at three and what you should expect? Like, that stuff, okay. But, man, there is a part where it says a Waldorf teacher really should spend six months living at the school, practice meditation, and cannot have any relationships outside of the ones with the children. And I'm like, are you crazy? Like, is I mean, crazy is not the right word. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Like, what is wrong with this person? I'm pretty sure this person does not have children and is not a teacher. Well, there, there's, or your, there's your problem right there. had children 10 years ago and, like, has romanticized what it was like because it's a fucking slog, man. And I'm not building any toys out of wooden logs. You, sh- you should feel bad about not whittling, like, ducks with wheels yes. and ropes and shit. It, it is exactly not whittling ducks with wheels. Like, they say things like, a block doll will allow, with no facial features or arms or legs will allow your child more imaginative play. And I'm like, to chew on. You're, you're saying, give my child a chunk of wood <laughs> to chew on. Cool. He'll chew on that. It's very odd. Uh, odd. And frankly, I'm offended by it and mad. So Don't fuck those that. are my books. And uh, yeah. that's what I'm reading. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, I, I had to finish it, but I'm mad about it. And on that note, we're going to move into um, <laughs> just like some hot topics of 2021 to catch up on. Some some hot things. Uh, Noodle, do you want to take it away? Do you want to mm-hmm. lead us um, into the... Thing? Yes. So, hot topics. Do we just want to do Black History Month first? Because yes. we are in February. Yes, we are in February. We are recording today. is February 17th. This should be up uh, early next week. I don't know what the fuck day it is right now. Is it a Wednesday? I don't know. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be up in about five days. Some point. Black History Month. So, Still this month. The problem right now that that I feel like white America has with with the way we approach Black History Month is, one, everybody's playing fucking lip service. Totally. So that's important. And two, like, when white America teaches black history, they teach, the his- they teach slavery and, like, trauma porn. We're not talking about the whole... There was a whole civilization. There was many, many cultures before white people wandered around. So... It, like, I'm mad about it consistently. And we we celebrate trauma. We don't celebrate joy. You know, uh, it's yes. like read, read, only read Malcolm X. And there's there's so much more. There's, we never celebrate the joy. That's really what the problem is. Um, and I feel like it's just emblematic of so many other things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it makes me sad, and it's frustrating. Everything is fucked up. I don't want to say everything is broken. Mm-hmm. I want to say just yeah. everything is, is fucked up. I appreciate, I appreciate the internet and social media so extremely much, because without it, we are 
missing all of this information. Um, mm-hmm. And thankfully, <laughs> there are places to go to get get real information, places to go to um, find similar stories like, you know, like yours, even though things may be different. I, I just, I, I'm really, really thankful for, as much as it pains me to say it, because fuck them, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you can find it through tags. You can. You can find new accounts and expose yourself to new stories and new artists and dig deeper into places. So tell me about an Instagram account. Yes. That so I have got, I've got one account that I, I feel like a little old lady. I don't even care. But I, I don't know where it doesn't ever going. I heard about this account on NPR. Um, I don't know what the show was we were listening to. I caught like, we caught 15 minutes of some show in the car and it was the perfect 15 minutes. I started following this woman immediately. Uh, the Instagram handle is Black Forager and she is foraging. Um, she's outside uh, in Ohio. Um, so she's foraging, she's talking about food, but the, the coolest part is, I guess they, people always ask her like, why is it Black Forager and not, I mean, the account's about foraging. Why is it about Black Foraging? Um, so one of the first post I saw from her was explaining like why that's the case and how the brief at that point it was a small I think it was a TikTok actually so it was tiny um, but about the the history of slaves foraging and laws making it so you couldn't forage once slaves were freed and how there's this whole history even here there's this whole history within our what we call United States history since our white birth. Um, I mean, I don't even know what to say anymore. It's also fucking ridiculous. Um, and how that, how it's completely, the things that were done to keep people from eating, the things that were done to stop your culture and food and how that's why that's important that she's the black forager because she's giving that information as well as just like sharing her, her history, the, the, a whole part of the culture that isn't out there. And I love her account. She's cute as hell. She sings about her food, which I do. I think we would be best friends. She's also got an adorable gap in her teeth. And I am really, really, really enjoying this new account. Black Forager. I'm pretty sure I read that article on NPR. Shut up. Right, because she talks about the connection to nature. Mm-hmm. Her connection with her... Yeah, I, I'm a... Like, I definitely read that article yeah, on NPR. I like, That's awesome. In the car. She's got, like, her, her hood up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. maybe. I don't know. I, I, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. great account. It's like a big fuzzy coat. Highly yep. recommend it. Yeah, she's, yep. she's fantastic. And she's making like beet sugar and shit. And I just freaking love it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Uh, I want to talk about Stacy Plaskett. Yes. Stacy Plaskett, uh, the first non-voting House delegate to, delegate to argue an impeachment trial. And she is non-voting because she represents the U.S. Virgin Islands. Which, for whatever fucking reason, probably racism probably just uh, doesn't get to vote. But she, wow. she was she was brilliant. Um, she was just targeted. She was targeted and cons- and like clear and just absolutely nails his ass to the wall. And she argues that Trump was singularly responsible for the act for the attack on January sixth. And I mean, like. Fucking get him. Get him. And what is so badass about it is she's, I mean, all of, like, her her delivery is badass. The imagery of it is the dress that she's wearing looks like a cape, and it's like, and all, all of the talk around it is she motherfucking came to save America wearing a cape. 
And it's, I mean, it's a huge deal. She, she wanted to be part of the original impeachment trial um, mm-hmm. when they impeached him the first time, and they did not give her, like, they didn't put her on, on the team, and then it came around again, and she got to do it this time. And, yeah, it's, it's amazing, and I love it. And I'm, I'm just so, so glad that she got this, like, very serious moment yeah. in the spotlight. And I was like, oh, shit. And I mean, yeah, we'll we'll talk more about it. Um, yeah. And with you know, with Vice President Harris no longer a senator, Plaskett was the only black woman in the chamber. That's crazy. I mean, it's I, and that it's not that feels it like a very serious fucking gap. It does. It's a huge gap. It's a ridiculous yeah. gap. I think ridiculous yep. might end up being like a word of the year, maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. Something. Something that we need to address yeah. in the Senate. Oh, that's got to change. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent yep. accounts. And we will share accounts. Um, we'll, put some, we'll put some links up with our stuff and share fun things. Um, I, I don't think I'm following her anywhere now that we're talking about this. Well, um, we'll throw I it in there. It. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, yeah, I might, I might have followed her on mine instead of on the Chacharone, but uh, she's, yeah, singularly responsible. So many freaking accounts, which is good, which yeah, is excellent. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's good. It's good information. It's good growth. Looking at the positives, not, not the, like, anxiety because too many accounts with too much stuff going in. No, no, there's, there's good, good information. We're not flowing. trimming the fat. We're embracing it. We're embracing it. it. Exactly. Layer me up in accounts. Aw. And Moomoo's caftans and sweaters. There we go. Yes. That's it. Yes. Layer me in info. I like it. Mm -hmm. I like Mm it. Um, So hot topics to catch up on. Inauguration feelings. Not as many as I would have liked. Not as many as I would have liked. Um, We talked about this beforehand, how I, I I just felt so burned out from everything, you know, that by the time it happened, by the time he won the election, oh my God, I felt I was exhausted about it and kind of like heavy as opposed to feeling lighter. Um, So I wasn't super stoked for it ahead of time. I watched parts of it after the fact. I did not watch it live because I didn't want to give myself any anxiety. So I watched it in pieces. And um, what I watched, I felt very good about. What were your inauguration feels? So I had been in a couple of conversations with teachers and parents' friends, and everybody was saying, we are not going to show this live to our kids. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, a black woman is being inaugurated. Like, this is a big deal, a black woman and Indian American woman. Like, there's a lot of things happening. How could you not do this in real time? Like, why are you denying them the experience? And then I was watching it in real time, and I was so anxious every single second of it that I texted a bunch of people and I was like, I was completely wrong. Uh, I was I was so prepared for violence that now I understand why you did not want to show this to your child um, or your classroom or and so on and so forth. And um, I feel like that was a bit of an awakening. I did not realize how anxious I was about it until I was actively in it. Mm. But I will say, watching Harris uh, get inaugurated, I like went rushing in the house so I could watch it with my mom and cry with my mom. So that was, that was nice. And like, you know, it was restful and it was, 
to know, like, afterwards, like, not in right, the time. Right, right. Uh, it was restful afterwards. And, but I will say that the event planners really fucking pulled out the stops. They did a fantastic job. And, like, so good that I that I had, like, seen a tweet about somebody talking about the event manager, like, the person who did the whole thing. And I tweeted her, and I was like, hey, <laughs> this was amazing. Like, you just absolutely need Because nobody ever thanks the event person. They're always like, oh, whatever, just, like, happens. Right. But, like, she she and her team did amazing. Um, so, she, I mean, she didn't respond. But I thought it was important to tell her that she did a really just- great job in case nobody else had. Excellent. Right. So um, that's inauguration feelings. Yeah, I wish I had more. Impeachment feelings. You know, I have. I don't have a ton of impeachment feelings either, other than, I mean, I got nothing. I got nothing. What I have is I wish this didn't feel like such an ex- a huge waste of time. And I don't think it is a waste of time. I think the fact that it's happening... So, so close together for a for these reasons, and it's being broadcast all over the world is very important. What's being said is important. What whether or not you know whatever happens, it's important that everyone knows that we're gonna have we're not gonna accept this kind of stuff forever. Obviously, people are making noise about it, um, but it feels like performative bullshit to a point because. See, that's that's the other side of the trying to be positive is the the stressed out, exhausted part. <laughs> I was like, it's not is like not this, being positive. This, and then my forehead here, you see all these little marks? That's stress. That's anxiety. Yeah. No, your forehead yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's the opposite side. Is what a fucking bunch of mm-hmm. bullshit. I don't know. I think I've been mm-hmm. largely ignoring it because uh-huh. of my <laughs> feeling. About, I actually wrote meh right. on my notes. I mean, <laughs> that's a good note. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's a good note. Uh, I was disappointed but unsurprised. Right. But I also feel like, cool, they're on the record with saying, fuck the Constitution, pretty much. Yeah. So, the ads basically write themselves, right? Yeah. Like, if, if you go ahead and, like, declare I am picking Trump over America, then that brand will follow you around forever. Be that for good or for bad, it really depends on what happens in the next two years. Mm -hmm. Like, if in the next two years the Democrats really deliver on the things that we want them to and deliver on the big change and the big bill and the, you know, the the infrastructure rebuilding, then if you got Trump branded on your face, you're probably not going to do great, a la Charles Mason. People are not going to pick you for their team. Yes. Um, so that is that is my feeling on it. I, just, I mean, it's just disappointing. Like seven out of how many? Like seriously, seven. I mean, it's seven out of fifty. Really, you fucking. It's gross. Just it's gross. Disgusting people. Like he, he tried to have you actually killed at work. Like what else would have done it? So that's. I mean, that that level of. Self hatred is it, and like the lust of that base and the money. Like I, I don't know. It's, right? Is it is just, just is it power? Yeah. you know, people whatever. are in government for the wrong reasons. Absolutely, one hundred percent. One hundred percent, and you're you're in government yeah. for 
power reasons, but not in order to use it in any way yeah. other than stick it in your own ass, which is As controlling women. Controlling, controlling women. Controlling women is a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a big one. That's, a big that's one. what they're here for. Yeah. Uh, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so people. check that, that yeah. we've discussed. Yeah, just, just yeah. that. Um, next up is vaccine thoughts. Vaccine thoughts. Um, I'm stoked that people are actually getting them. I'm stoked that I've, we've gotten to the point where people we know, like our parents, are able to get them. That feels good, and it feels like moving forward. Um, get it. Oh, my God. Like, when you can, get your freaking vaccine. Um, and, you know, again, d- disappointed in, in the rollout, disappointed in the lack of guidance and structure in the situation. Um, hopeful for what's coming in the next couple of months. Hopeful that... Um, Things that are being implemented. I think I think Biden recently said something like six hundred million, some some big number of vaccines that we're going to be rolling out immediately, um, as you know, immediately as bureaucracy allows. Uh, so that makes me feel good. I feel hopeful about that. It, yeah, it feels like the the thing that I kept saying, like, wait for Biden, wait for Biden, it's going to come, it's going to come. He, like, is actually doing the thing as opposed to being like, well, you know, we're working on it. It's, it feels as though they had made the plan and they were just fucking waiting to get into power so they could enact the plan. And getting it out to see the CVSs and the Walgreens and, the, you know, and so on, like, that's a game changer. Right. Um, because they already have the infrastructure in place. They're already ready for, like, the unwashed masses to wander through to get their stuff. Like, they're mm-hmm. they're ready for it. Yeah, they know how to process um, it. might only be 20 yes. appointments a day, but they can process it. Exactly. That. And yeah. and it, it's actually, it ends up being a huge number. It's, like, 200 a day. Because Excellent. when I, so I was able to book for my mom, right. which was amazing, and it was a 35-second process of, like, yes, it took the website a really long time right. to get there because everybody was there. But as soon as it was, yes, we're ready to take your information, it was a five-minute process. And then I had 25 different time slots to pick from. Interesting. Was it near my house? No, it was in West Hollywood. But, like, everything else about it was right. so easy-peasy, like, no big deal. Um, so, and that's that's the way to do it, right? You add it to the infrastructures that are in place. Sure, these, like, big stadium whatevers, but that's... Yes, great. Whatever's going to get us there, let's do it. But, like, also using what is functional already has made a really big difference. And I had saw something the other day that says in California they're going to start vaccinating the 16 to 64 with uh, uh, existing conditions. So that's a huge step forward. Right. I, I don't know when they're actually going to do it. But but doctors are sending out emails yeah. now. There's they are you're, like I've gotten something from you know whatever the big like UCLA Health still mm-hmm. has me in their system that kind of stuff. Cedars just the, like the big companies Kaiser right. sending stuff out, um, and I appreciate them keeping keeping us informed. I mean I do I love digital health. <laughs> I, I'm yes. really enjoying being able to email my doctors. <laughs> it's your whole jam. And like, yeah. Freaking log in. And I've got all my stuff right there, and I appreciate mm-hmm. them using that to send those yeah. kinds of updates because that is I mean the truth is at least I feel like I'm I'm in a category where we're in categories where like I'm probably I feel like when this does roll out for for our group 
I, I just feel like I'm going to end up getting it at my doctor's office. Like, I just feel like by the time yeah. it gets there, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be like, yeah. come Your in for this. So I appreciate like, uh-huh. them, like, keeping us informed on it because they don't want things to be crazy either. No. I I read that it was mid-March that they were going to start doing that's this crazy. next phase. I mean, I hope that's true. Right. I hope, And then I hope that's from this, like, giant influx of vaccines that Biden's working on. And, like, here you that's go, guys. That's our organizing. It, feels, yes, it just feels like right? there's actual organization happening, which is comforting. Yeah. Yeah, it's just less of a... Catches cats. It, it no longer feels like we're in competition with each other to get our sticky little fingers on something. Right. Um, right. That is that's how I feel right now. Um, if we rated the human performance so far in 2021, how would you rate it? Including January. I'm gonna give it a solid five. <laughs> And here's why. It's not that the idea or the theme of the floor routine is lost on me, but the execution is not great. Now, human execution usually isn't great just because there's just a lot of us and there's just more and more of us and structures that were put in place for much, you know, fewer people break and don't work. Um, So I'm going to say five with a hope that once it's, worked on a bit like at the end of the year I can maybe give it like an 8.5 mm. I, I like your your gymnast through line thank you it's I think a really <laughs> a really important indicator of how badly we're doing right now is the fact that the one year anniversary of Kobe's death here in LA County happened just very recently and I didn't see anything on it and I follow every sports account. I follow. You see I saw. I saw one article. Oh, I saw stuff. Which yeah, is weird. Like, yeah, that is weird. But like, <laughs> it would. It should have been a big deal. Right. You know, like in any other time frame, there would have been a thing, and there just wasn't. And I think that's a sign that we're not doing well because we're not able to grieve. Still, we have not been able to grieve properly even with the exception of a little while during the um inauguration right there has been no national mourning and i think that that is making us a little bit a lot of it unhealthy i think we're in a a, we've been in a constant state of mourning is maybe the problem right everything fell apart and no one really Mm -hmm. had the time to deal with it falling apart because mm-hmm. we all had to pick up pick up so many pieces at once. I wonder if that's it. That's a yeah. good point. That's a good point it, it's very much a, like having to be strong for everybody else, but it's the whole world is it's like that. There's just so much to do, yeah. even though we feel like maybe we're not moving. Yeah. It's all very weird. And and, and yep. just that, that feeling of being in the moment but not being in the moment because you're standing still but moving forward at the same time makes for things like that not happening easily. Morning mm-hmm. and processing. There's not a lot of processing. Mm-hmm. Although I do feel like I have a computer. <laughs> I feel like a computer that's where like the, the fan is making a lot of noise. And it's like, what is that? <laughs> it's, it's your brain. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the sound of your brain whirring around Coming like a loon. Yep. Freaking gross. Um, what are we most looking forward to when things open up? Yeah, let's have a word little association. word association, I yeah. think, right? Let's, let's give it like a, like a, like a, Minutes? I don't know, a two minute? Okay. And let's, what do you think a minute? 
don't know. Yeah, let's start with a minute, and if it feels good, we'll keep going. We'll just keep going, man. Uh, yeah. We're going to do some fun word association. All right, you can start. You ready? Things you are looking forward to when things open up. And hugs. So many hugs. Uh, kisses. Mm, just seeing friends. Parades. Big gatherings. Food trucks. Live music. Yes, carnivals. <laughs> uh, um, nighttime strolls. Ah, whiskey walks. <laughs> that was my Valentine's Day. Teresa watched the baby, and we took a whiskey walk. That's cute as hell. Um, it was. That's that was romance. You know what? Let's say romance. Romance. Eating in public and sharing food. Picnics. Aw, picnics. Hikes. I'm not hiking. Making fucking plans. Being able to make plans is a really, really good. I'm just, yeah. I think we should end there on being yeah. able to make plans. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, do you remember <laughs> that, like, not long after Rebel was born, we were like, hey, Team Tiny Ferrari is going to be an outdoor gathering. We're going to, like, do things and go to places. And then that never happened again after we had such a great hike. Yep. Yep. That's exactly never how it went. <laughs> never again. We're coming back, guys. Coming back. Coming back hot. 2021. Going to sit down back. on the grass. With a... Yes. Just, We're like, and that's not my backyard down. grass. Right. That's not right. on our property. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully. Some other... Some other backyard. Somebody else's backyard grass. Oh, my God. I'm going to add one more thing. Roller coasters. Mm. I know that's not for you. You know what, though? But it it's an experience. Yeah. It's doing a thing. It's being out. I want to sit in I would watch you. someone else sat in and got touch and stuff. Ooh. Right? Touch and stuff. Okay, touch I would watch you go on a roller coaster and applaud really loudly. That would be fun. And wave when you go fun. racing by. Oh, Universal With Studios. candy. With can- cotton candy. Nice. Aw, that's a nice picture. These, these are the things we need to do more often. So, like, we have mm-hmm. these in our brain. We keep you know, the stuff fresh. Mike keeps saying that when this is done, we're going everywhere. We're doing everything. We're not saying no to anything ever again. Like, right. that's it. Like, we're just going to say yes forever. Oh, you're doing a... Do you have a stand-up comedy event <laughs> at at a very <laughs> formal hotel bar? You know what? We're in. We're in. Oh, my God. There's a hotel bar. Is there a three-drink minimum? <laughs> Absolutely, and let's I have to do buy it. Nachos, fine. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'm shouting because um, of enthusiasm here. I freaking mean it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there is a. I, I'm near the Van Nuys Airport, and there is a hotel, and like conference center, and they have a bar, and it's called. It just that sign outside just says cocktails. Sure. And since we moved in, I'm like, let's go to that bar. Let's just go see what. Let's just go like watch what's going on in that bar, and it never happened. So now. I can't wait to sit there the specifically and just like watch the, the room. Anticipation. Wait, is that the airplane bar? Like, no. It's called like Arrow Forty Five. No, it's not that one. I don't think. No, this okay. is in a hotel, but it's like right okay. across the street. So it's like a business hotel. Like got it. Got it. I was like, you know, you know what hotel, what bar I'm talking about? I though, think that I like, do. Thing that's at the Van Nuys Airport. That's like Squadron something. It might be Squadron. And so I don't know. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Well, now I have to find it. No, but now it. we should I go there to too. But add that to the I list. I want to say it's called. Put that on the list of <laughs> strange bars we're going to go to. Yes. Squadron <laughs> bar. Squadron bar. 
Los Angeles? Like, is that going to get us there? Squadron Bar Los Angeles? Question mark? It sure fucking did. Excellent. It's called the 94th Aero Squadron Restaurant and Events at the Van Nuys Dude, Airport. you are on it. My Google is intense Wait, today. That's restaurant like, and events. It sounds like we should be booking a room there for a TTF, like, get-together once we can. It sounds like, yes. a, like a banquet VFW situation. It, Absolutely is. Bring your own and pasta and like bring your own mozzarella and shit. Like bring your own big things of potatoes, uh, salad. Mozzarella required. Clean up when you leave. Yes, yes. I want to do that. Oh my god, with like we can. I don't know, like like plastic tablecloths and stuff. Like who fucking cares? Like anything that's in a place. Yeah. Anything that's in a place, like with other <laughs> people, anywhere where I could maybe spit on you, is what yes. I'm looking forward uh, to. You know what? I would even rub it into my skin. It's good for you. That's weird. It's gotten that's weird. weird. It's gotten weird. We've tipped over. That's, okay. That's pretty much how we do. Um, we have a we have some political minute stuff. Yes. How do you want to put this? So I'm going to talk about the crappy political minute, and then I'm going to talk about the good political okay. minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The crappy political minute is everything that's happening in Texas right now. Um, in that deregulation of the power grid has is basically killing people. Like, Texas has its own power grid. It's not part of the federal whatever. And as a result, it has failed really aggressively in light of climate change. So that's two things that the Republicans have. Um, Deregulation and don't believe in climate change. Cool, cool. And this motherfucker, this fucking mayor in in Colorado City, Texas, tweets out, like, publicly tweets on his... Facebook, so maybe he wasn't tweeting. It was a Facebook post. He posted something to the effect of, if you don't have electricity, step up and come get with a game and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. This guy's name is uh, Tim Boyd. Get off your ass and take care of your own family in freezing temperatures with no power. Like, what is it that he thinks people are going to do? Am I supposed to start, like, breaking my furniture? Right. And, burn your and fireplace. Burning or, it in my yeah. living room? Right. You're supposed to break your staircase. So he he resigned. Uh, he's really lucky nobody beat him That fucker's going to get a pension. Yeah. Right? Uh, and that's, I mean, that's Texas, right? That's Texas right there. And it's awful. It's so horrible that the citizens are really, like, like, it is no joke bad. 40, 30, 40 degrees inside people's houses, no power. They're telling you, boil your water because all, like, in Houston, the the pipes have frozen, the, the reserves have run dry, and they're like, oh, you have to boil your water before you drink it, except I don't have any power to boil my fucking water, right. so what am I supposed to do here? And people are, people are starting to die, and it's not good, and it's really, 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 like, it, it's, it's bad. And you could directly point at... This is because of deregulation. Like, your power grid is not prepared for this weather because your private owner, it's pri- privately owned, right, right. didn't want to spend the money to winterize it. It's deregulation and privatization. Um, yes. Yeah. And, and Ted motherfucking Cruz is like, this is because of the Green New Deal. Look, like, wind turbines are freezing. And it turns out, like, 75% of it is done by fossil fuels. So he's just completely fucking wrong. And the Green New Deal, like, Isn't it does not that? exist. <laughs> Yeah, so it's being like, idea. this is because they're... It's like Antifa, blame it. Yeah, 
it's it's just it's so it's so awful. And again, this like motherfucker is out there being like, give us emergency funds. And you know what, Biden, because he's a good president, is like, yes, of course, state of emergency. Here you go. And this picture keeps circling of Ted Cruz holding a shirt that says socialism sucks. Like, and people keep tagging it to his tweet where he's asking for federal money. I mean, it's awful that people are suffering, but, like, fuck him. Fuck, fuck him, him right in the eye. Uh, yeah, like... Ted Cruz is a, is a bad person. I, he's one of those he's people. He's a bad like, person. I can't believe we're all still wasting energy yeah. on him. Yeah. The most punchable face in politics. Yeah. Uh, and, and growing a beard isn't changing it, guy. You just, you look ridiculous. You, you know what? You look ten times skeevier. Mm-hmm. Really hard to imagine, and yet here we are. And yet, looking yeah. skeevier. Um, and I hate to say this because we saw something earlier. It was oh God earlier this year or last year. I'm fucking up. Um, I think it was one of the 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 meme about like instead of us all being uplifted by like a child paying off all this the lunch debt for their school, maybe we should be upset that there's mm-hmm. a lunch debt. Like, but we live in that kind of society. Yeah. So I'm going to say this, but like it sucks that we have to be here. And you know, shout out to all the people in Texas who do have power and who are helping their neighbors, um, mm-hmm. because there are people who have power, who have had power. You know, maybe they got it back quickly for whatever reason, and they are opening their homes to pets and and kids and and trying to feed as many of their friends as they can. Because then you also layer COVID on top of it. Right now, you've got people in the cold. Yeah, to, they're huddling. This, see, that's the thing. This is how people get colds. And the problem is a lot of people don't understand this. I can't believe that I, I mean, even when I was little, we, we come from cold places. We, I, I have a winter birthday. Like people, kids were always sick and didn't come to my parties. Mm-hmm. And you learn about, you know, it's not the cold that makes you sick. It's being on top of each other that makes people sick. It's huddling together in the cold, staying inside, staying bundled up. That spreads it. Um, and it's just it's just so incredibly sick that yeah that the people without money all of those you know those disparities that we know exist and if you don't now know they exist wow open your eyes ears everything um, it's just keeping poor people dead it's a fucking smallpox blanket is what it is and it's just gross it's just gross it's and, and you know again Flint still doesn't have clean water so like I don't know what we're expecting but at least they started they've started. Going after the officials, they have, at so, least yeah, finally. Yeah. What is it like? Ten years later? Ten it years later? Like it's gross. It's it's yeah. it's everywhere you look, and uh, even in the, you know a place like Texas, which is loaded with money, supposedly mm-hmm. <laughs> loaded with money, filled mm-hmm. to the brim with fucking money. So all that oil ain't saving you if you don't have any electricity. It's not. It's really, really not. Huh. Political. Yeah. Political minute, 2021. Like, mm-hmm. like that's, that's that thing about time, man. Like, if stuff is crap, it's crap. No, nothing is going to change it. Like, time isn't going to change the crap. Um, the fact that it went from December to January isn't going to change the crap. If there's crap, we need to change the crap and pay less attention to things like time, Christmas, money spending, all that other kind of shiny shit pay attention to this stuff instead right i agree completely <sighs> that makes me feel better <laughs> i've been playing a lot of stardew valley and the problem with stardew valley in like my current life is the days go by really quickly it's you wake up at 6 a.m and then you farm and like do whatever you do but like hours go by in within minutes and i can't tell if it's adding to my time anxiety or if it's making it better 
Like, am I just becoming super chill about it and, like, dimensions exist on top of each other, man, and it doesn't matter. We're here now. I don't know. All I know is I got a lot of clocks. They all say different shit all the time. Uh, listening audience, you are actively listening to Candy Unravel. Just, <laughs> just a just little bit. PS. Just a smidge. Listen, if only you can see her face while it was happening. I wonder where my contacts, it gets even worse because my eyes can't adjust right. I had to change my prescription last year, man. I'm a freaking mess. <sighs> we got some stuff to plug. We got some stuff to Come plug. on, Stardew Valley. Um, uh, right? What the fuck? My, my cow looks adorable, though. Anyway, um, we have a second political minute, which also kind of segues into our closing and our plugs. What did you do earlier yes. tonight, Noodle? Um, well, I had a really phenomenal experience today. Um, I was approached by a coalition of Indivisibles groups to moderate the state, uh, the first town hall statewide of our new U.S. Senator, Alex Padilla, who was appointed by Gavin Newsom to replace Kamala Harris, now that she is the vice president. Um, and I, I got a message from, from this woman who I had worked with before when I did the candidates forum a couple of years ago, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, hey, do you want to moderate this? And I, and I was like, absolutely. Yes, I 100% want to do this. It sounds great. Only to have it like dawn on me, one... This was going to be virtual, so limitless audience. Mm-hmm. And two, it's going to be immediate. She's like, yeah, by the way, it's Wednesday. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <clears throat> so, you know, I mean, I got on a couple of planning calls, and we talked about what they were looking for, like what were the action items for the senator, more were the action items for us, like for the audience and so on. So we really kind of took what was a bit of a, Here's 87 questions and molded it some and, and created some some cohesion cohesion there. And it was fucking great. It was That's amazing. Um, biggest audience I've ever been in, in, in front of. I mean, I assume more than a thousand people listen to us every day on Chacharon. Audience, thank you. But this is this is the most I've been like in person. Uh, and it was it the the capacity for the Zoom meeting itself was a thousand. And then after that, they just started sending the YouTube link. Right. people that were registering. Yeah, yeah. So, like, by the time Mike registered, it was all YouTube. So, like, I have no idea how many people were actually there, but I'm saying it was a 1,000 plus. Why not? Um, and it was, it was great. It was great. The The senator was brilliant. I You never know with politicians right. if they're go, like what they're going to be like. He was candid. He was direct. He was specific. Um, he was really, really phenomenal, and I was so happy to have this opportunity to work with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave really clear I wouldn't say concise because there was a couple of times I was like, and we're done here in four minutes. Let's go. Right. Um, but he uh, he gave great answers, and I was, I'm was i so pleased to have him as our senator. He did give great answers. He gave a lot of um, great local connection answers, uh, mm-hmm. which is, I think, what people want to hear. That's what people mm-hmm. want to hear from their state senator. I mean, they don't want to hear mm-hmm. about huge things that don't necessarily affect their world. Um, and I think he did a really good job of that. It was very much like it, talking to someone who, you know, you met. Um, telling me Washington is broken 400 times doesn't do fucking anything for me. Right. Telling me I fixed this in California. Let's keep working on this. Right. That works for me. Um, so, yeah, it was great. It was in. I was I'm not going to lie. I was pretty sweaty about it. 
You didn't look sweaty. Uh, you look well, fantastic. thank you. Thank you. I, I got my makeup done by Rachel. Rachel, if you're listening, thank you so much. I look beautiful. And I'm still wearing it, and I feel fucking beautiful. Um, and took a little, you know, signed off from work at, like, 3 o'clock to give myself some, like, okay, let's get it together time, <laughs> and felt real good about it. And I was just, I was really, really happy to have had the opportunity to do it, and um, I was speaking to the to the manager, you know, the organizers afterwards, and I was like, "Tell everybody you know I'm available for hire." Right, so right. you know, maybe I'll have a, a career as a moderator. Why not? Let me ask you this. Um, yeah, I mean, you do a lot more zooming in general than I do. Um, All the the guy had asked me, you know, have you have you spent any time like more than a dozen Zoom meetings today? I was like, "Bitch, I was on a dozen Zoom meetings today." Right, like right. not. That's not nothing. Um, so you've moderated things before, and you've you've worked in the Zoom space quite a bit. However, is there a difference when you are moderating and you can see your own face? Does that make you more nervous? Does it change anything about the react the the vibe to you for you? I am much more conscientious of my face. Mm-hmm. I think to myself, don't make a don't make a weird face like. You have to look like you're listening for every single second, even if even if you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt much, much more conscientious about my posture because I feel like if in a live presentation and the politician is walking around, people are looking at him and, and like I get to blend into the shadows for two minutes and then pop out and be like, ah, one minute. But with this, it was his big face, my big face, and the ASL translator's big face. And that was it. Like, those are your only options of things that you're looking at. Right. So I felt much more conscientious of it. But I, the way it was set up, I couldn't see the audience. Mm-hmm. So I was just looking at myself, and I was like, well, I look beautiful. I look great. So, it's working. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I felt good about mm-hmm. it. You know, so it was, like, it was fine. Excellent. Um, but I much prefer being in person. Like, yeah. I would rather have feed off the audience and take I would rather take questions from the audience and like engage as opposed to like pre-organize everything but like that's okay it was very I mean it was it was seamless it was it was clean um I I tend to feel the same way I mean I appreciate being able to see someone's face I think that as much as it wasn't I love fucking email and text but um if we're actually trying to work on something or have a conversation seeing your face is best because I Get a much bigger impression of the words that are coming out of your mouth when I also see your face. But I'm not getting your, listen, your aura isn't buzzing at me off of Zoom. And that, that's part of it, too. There's just a whole idea of environment and vibe um, yeah. that is missing a little bit. Uh, just missing here. I mean, I yeah, get your vibe, but like, that's because we just yeah, like well, no vibes. It's not like, you're, you're used to my vibes. stranger. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it, it was really, it was amazing. Uh, I'm super proud of the work that the group did. I'm super proud to have been a part of it. Um, and it's also like, feels like such a good opportunity to remind myself that yes, you are in fact good with people. You can talk to uh, others. Yeah. yeah. I can't talk to others cause I only talk to the same like six and you forget if this is a skill that you have. And it's something that I'm trying to, you know, hone my leadership skills and hone my like where's your next step in your career and so on. And like this felt like a great example oh, nice. for me to be able to point to something and be like, hey, current employer, um, I know that you think I am this, but I have all of these other skills that you don't even know about yet. Right, you haven't even tapped Yeah, you haven't resource. even... You don't know mm-hmm. about my people skills. Things I can so, do, who I am. Um, so it was great. Like I really, I enjoyed it. Um, 
And I hope that other people enjoyed it too. So we will have the link to that if you want to watch your U.S. senator from California and your co-host of Chacharone. Everyone growing, and everyone moving mm-hmm. forward, even in this constant quagmire of staying still. <laughs> well, I mean, I did get oh. to sit the whole time, so I, think, I mean, it helps, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still, 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 still. My brain keeps moving. Everything else is yeah. kind of still. Um, There's that computer whirring. Right. Uh, and and the other plug we have is Candy Presents. Uh, there is a new zine in the works called the Rag whoop, Mag whoop. that is coming out. Uh, the first issue will be, it's a spring issue and it will be mailed out at the end of March. March. Oh my god, that's amazing. Like, seriously, like, legit print issue? Yeah, and it's tomorrow and yesterday. I don't fucking know, but it's, it's coming. <laughs> it's that's so coming. cool. I'm excited. I'm how coming. do we how do we sign up to receive our hard copy of the Rag Well, the first issue of the Rad Mag is only only 20 are going out and they're only going out to specific people. Those are being kind of sent out for funsies. If you're interested and you want more information on that and to see how maybe you can be one of those specific people, you can go to candypresents.com, click on the Rad Mag and let us know that you'd like some more information on the Rad Mag in print. There's also some stuff to read there. Not in print. Well, in whoop, internet whoop. print. <laughs> Your Valentine's Day story which I found to be so captivating that I thought about it for hours Mm -hmm. after we, even after we talked about your like meanings behind it, I still thought about it for like hours afterwards. So listening audience, if you have not read Candy's love story, um, I would strongly recommend it because it is a weird little story that will stick with you for a long time. Thank you. Thank you. I was going Mm -hmm. to call it, um, a little ditty about disconnecting when I, I posted it somewhere, and then I realized a ditty really does only refer to a song. So, and I wasn't yeah. planning on singing it, so that that didn't quite work out. But it is a little mini story. Yeah, big love. Yeah, yeah, big I love, love it. I'm I'm super into that story. I think that's it then. I think that's yeah. I think I, I I think that's our episode. That's our that's our episode. That's our time. Uh, thanks for listening with us thanks, as guys. our 2021 thanks. season four kicks off. Season four. Season four. And season I just said, four. Thanks, guys. We're working on it. Dudes yeah, is acceptable. People. Guys, I don't know. Thanks, humans. Humans. Well, we've talked. I like humans. Listeners. I like humans. Thanks. Yes. I love thanks, it. Earthlings. Um, well, this has been a, a great time. Maybe it's not just Earthlings, though. Thanks, mm. listening audience. This has been a great time. Mm. This was a good catch up. Yes. Good, good catch up. Um, uh, we'll see you guys soon. Oh, I do want to say one more yes. thing. Um, yes. Grab bag submissions. Everyone, grab bags. We've, you know, we've got one on our schedule this year, but if we get a lot of grab bag stuff, there could be more. There could be a theme. <laughs> Who the hell knows? It really depends on you listening audience. It does. So yeah, uh, send some grab bag submissions. You can send that to us at chatroadpodcast at gmail.com. You can also reach out with thoughts on the show at, uh, you can DM us or comment on Instagram. You can find us, Candy Presents, and Noodling Around, floating around the interwebs. Um, and we can't wait to see you guys next month. We hope you had a good time. Yay. Yay. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah. Loud kiss. <laughs>